everyone to the Rockwell Automation On The Move podcast number one. I'm here with Brandon Bernier. I am Justin Brunken. Uh, we're going to do a lot of these podcasts here at Ray Odom. Um, we're going to try to get as many of these Encompass partners on, uh, some of our solution consultants, Rockwell people, uh, big wigs here in Arkansas. <laughs> clients galore. 600 clients are here over the next couple of days. Yeah. And so 600. So I, that's Brandon Bernier here, over here. Here to see my best friend, Ray Odom. <laughs> you know, Ray's a heck of a guy. Um, but so, more affectionately known as Rockwell Automation on the Move or... R-E-O-T-M, or, again, my best friend, Ray. But what is the deal with Ray Odom, Ray, as we call him, or her? It could be any. Ray's a heck of an individual. You know, uh, this, this person has a lot to offer to our client base. And really, it's, it's really a voice, right? So we have an opportunity to bring 600 of our best partners to expose them to not only Rockwell Automation's remarkable technology and portfolio, whether it's in a demonstration, so you get to get hands-on use of all of our technology, but on top of that, you get the ability to you know, hear from some of the brightest minds and having a conversation in one of our technical sessions as well. So we have a combination of, I think, like 60 different either lab or tech sessions. That's, that's just where it starts. But then you come here, and unfortunately you can't see what we're seeing right now on, on the camera, but we can make, maybe pan out later. But, oh, we'll have some videos later. But we have a wealth of Encompass partners. So when I say Encompass partners, like, like does that mean something to you, though? It means something to me, but does it mean to anyone listening out there? Yeah. What is an Encompass what partner? Is an Encompass partner? <laughs> so Rockwell Automation is one of our largest vendors that we work with, right? Uh, but within that, they have formed strategic partnerships with over 50 other vendor partners. So ranging from Nidex Shempo to Invent, Hoffman, Bonitron, Apex, Little Fuse, Wittenstein, the list goes on. Basically, Rockwell has a wealth of technology on their own, but they don't have all the technology to have the right ecosystem that provides the right solution for any one of our clients holistically. That's where they've invested, or rather co-invested in technology to ultimately drive the best outcome for a client, right? So they have a controller, they have a drive, but to connect those two together, right? It, it made sense for them to partner with someone like Panduit from a network infrastructure perspective, I right? I like how you, you slipped in connect together there. Yeah. That's our mantra for this. Is it because, is. Yeah, we're bringing so, together our consultants, our employees, our customers, yeah. our integrators, our Encompass partners that you yeah. just talked about, Rockwell Automation, everyone together to kind of learn what the heck's going on and how to move forward and yeah. modernize everything they're doing. And we have one of our best uh, client partners here, here this week in Sleeve Seal, whom it has their machine that so it, it's easy for us to talk about our technology now it's going to be great right it's going to drive a bit good outcome they are living proof they have their machine that has completely been wrapped pun intended because they they're actually a wrapping machine <laughs> um with our with our We're technology and our encompass partners I, that's what I, that's what i do man i live for it <laughs> um so I, I would encourage, you know, for all of our clients to stop by and actually see it. It's, it's in living proof that it can drive a positive outcome for them. So. Yeah, we'll do some videos on it later. Yeah. Uh, we want to do a big feature on kind of what we're doing or what Sleeve, uh, Sleeve Seal is yeah, doing. Yeah, Sleeve Seal. Yeah, they're yeah. awesome. Um, 
So I want to give some props out to Keith Lee Patterson. So um, we always call this Industrial Solutions Network Connect Together podcast. So Keith Lee Patterson, our Arkansas location, is part of the Industrial Solutions Network. Yep. They put on one of the best and biggest Ray Odom's Rock Automation on the Moves, Ray, him or herself, uh, that's out there. Like how many people? 612 clients, 15 students, 200, like 223 distributor slash Rockwell personnel support. I mean, we're, we're inching close to, pretty close to 1,000 people all in for invested in this event. So, yeah, um, shout out to Keithley Patterson and the local team here uh, with respect to the solution consultants, with respect to our sales team, PC leadership. You know, everyone came together because, let's be honest, right, manufacturing matters. And we want to be able to tell that story because it, it is very important to us. It is grained in, in why we do what we do. So we want to get all of our passionate people together and evangelize that. So, yeah. We're all man, in that, You're passionate. I love that. We need more people like you on this thing. And you're right. Manufacturing does matter. Yeah. And it, it's such a cool industry. I was never part of this uh, whole manufacturing industrial world. I didn't know anything about it until I got into it. And the more you get in and what they're trying to do at all these different facilities from steel manufacturing to putting sleeves on bottles to uh, uh, agriculture stuff. I was just talking about something about lumber over there. It's super cool. And, you know, even if you're saying, oh, manufacturing can uh, cost all this, they waste all this stuff. No, people are here trying to figure out how to like use less water, use less energy, <laughs> and all that stuff. And it's been really cool. And I like to be a part of it. Absolutely, man. We're all in. So, yeah. And, and that's, that's one of the best things. So, we have technology, but it's you know, it's best represented in how it's used for any kind of industry that you play in. So whether you in, whether you're in, you know, pulp and paper, whether you're making paper, you're you're processing wood, right? You're processing some form of chemical to turn it into, you know, some kind of medicine, right? You're making rice, you're producing rice, you're producing chicken. Some of the largest uh, poultry and rice producers in the world are right here. So it makes sense to have this event right here to best support those clients and help them understand how we can better help them. So uh, a couple things here. So, you know, some people may listen to this podcast uh, after this event. What, what is something that you'd want people to do after they've attended this event as a customer? Have a conversation. Have a conversation. So whether you're with Keithley Patterson or whether you're with, you know, any other, you know, CED or one of our doing business at DBA locations, we are best equipped to have a conversation with you, forming a key plan. It starts with the plan, right? It's, it's one thing to have the best technology, but if you're not using it in the best way possible, it is just a, it's a sunk cost that you're not really getting the most out of it. So I would encourage you to have a conversation. Reach out to your local CED location. So, you know, in my world, you know, we have CED up north, up in Nebraska. We have Rinson House in, the, in that middle, middle part of our area. And then uh, local to here is Keithley Patterson. Let's have that discussion on what you're trying to do, right? We know how to best utilize our technology, but until we have a conversation on what you're trying to do with that, then it, it's just going to be a bunch of, you know, best guesses. Let's remove the guesswork and have a plan on how we can help you modernize. 
Modernization, smart manufacturing. I'm not smart. Please explain it to me. That's a bunch of buzzwords, man. <laughs> I tell you, you know, we, we sound pretty when we're, we're talking about it. We sound like we're smart, but, you know, it, it comes to actually putting that into practice, right, and to really come out. So when you think of modernization, so let's back up. Historically, you might have heard other buzzwords say, like, migration, right? Yeah, so yeah. what's that mean to you right now? Uh, that means some birds fly through the sky, <laughs> go in one place to another. Is that, am I right? Am I close? You are. You know, you're moving. You're moving around, oh, okay. right? Yeah. So migration implies in the automation world, you know, you have you have your old technology or your legacy technology. And unfortunately, it's end of life, right? You have to do something with it. So I want to, you know, swap it out, quote unquote, with newer technology. But I'm not really taking advantage of what the new technology can do for me, right? I'm just leveraging what it could do before. So that implies just, you know, a migration. I'm swapping out old to new. Modernization, to be very intentional, is doing that action, but have an improvement plan discussion on what else we can do with it, right? So that goes back to, let's have a key plan discussion with your key partner. Keithley Patterson. <laughs> yeah, hey, I love it. Uh, I'm going to ask you for some puns later, but I, have, I was having a conversation last night about like the types of people that modernize, and you know, it's kind of tell me if I'm wrong here, but like modernization is for the bold, right? The people that are willing to take that leap to to be in front of the uh, the rest of the competition, the rest of the people out there. But it does take a leap, right? Yeah, to, I mean, to do it. There's risk in anything that we do. Yeah. Right? yeah. What we're about, though, is reducing that risk, right? I'm not going to say that there is zero risk, but we are significantly reducing the risk when you can have this discussion with us up front and properly set the tone for a plan. We're not asking you to overhaul your manufacturing facility right now. That's not financially responsible. It's fiscally irresponsible to do that. We want to have a plan so that you and everyone on your team, leadership, users, designers, Everyone has an understanding of where you're at today and what's it going to take to take that next step, to get you where you want to be. So I've said it over and over, right? It's having the plan discussion. That has to happen. There's, there is a lot of risk. I'm not going to remove that, so are, but we're going to reduce it significantly. Are people having that, that plan discussion here at Rayoto? It's, it's catching on. Okay. Yeah, it's good. catching on. Good, yeah. good. Yeah, because, I mean, that's what it's about. I mean, <clears throat> again, connect together. It's not about the individual booths, the hands-on labs. It's bringing people together to have that discussion, right? How do we how do we put that in an acronym? Uh, what, what would that be? Bring people b -b -b to... Bibbidida? Yeah, yeah. That's what it needs to be called. Yeah, bibbidida. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Bring people together and have that conversation. <laughs> Convention. Center. It's not really it's not Ray catchy, Odom. so I don't know if we, I don't know uh, if that's gonna work. We should wordsmith that. I get that Rockwell automation on the front, so Ray Abdubba. Ray Abdubba. And so it's still Ray. I think we can make it work. <laughs> we can we can pull it off. But you're exactly right. So um, so we're gonna have more people on this podcast uh, talking about different aspects of either services on how to get people to where they should be uh, with modernization assessments and whatnot. Uh, other people talking about how to connect a plant, mm -hmm. smart manufacturing. Um, what is the one thing a customer needs to focus on? Not the conversation, but what to have the conversation about. So it's easy to talk about technology, but it has to be relatable. So what's, what's that one priority of theirs that they're, they're trying to strive for? So 
a lot of what you're seeing today, right? Historically, with Encompass partners, like we said earlier, like the the aligned partners with the technology that's co-designed with mm -hmm. Rockwell Automation and Rockwell, there is a wealth of technology there. How in the world, or or even do I have a need to connect all these things together, right? And it's a, it's a lot of widgets individually. And one of the best things now that there's been a lot of investment in is that connectivity. And that connectivity is typically pipelined by an Ethernet IP backbone, right? So that network infrastructure. Data has been collected for over 30 years, but it's been on an island, right? Now we want to connect those islands and be more intentional on having an informed decision, right? We've been making decisions every day, but we need to have contextualized informed decisions. Two fancy buzzwords there for you. Mm. But, you know, if we could take if we could take that PLC5 or that SLC or slick controller that's been collecting data for over 30 years, 28 years is the lifeline for that PLC5, right? Slicks they're still in existence. There is a wealth of them out there and they're still being, you know, sold today. There's better technology for sure, but that, that's that's the install base. They're they're still collecting data. What they're doing with it, not a lot's happening with that. So you talk about early early on, you know, the early adopters for taking that risk and doing something with it. We're here to reduce the fear to talk about your data strategy, right? Yeah. How are you how are you using your data from an, an analytics perspective? Historically, you know, you make reactive decisions. You have a fault. The fault gives you a code. And you've interpreted that fault to do something, but that's historical. It's, that's already problematic. You have to solve that problem now. We've entered a new era of automation where we're having an opportunity to predict when you're going to have that problem, and you know, turn that into rather than you blowing out your tire and having a bad wreck, we're going to say, hey, your tread depth is like, you know, pretty bad. So before you have that catastrophic failure, let's do a little tire change for you instead. Mm -hmm. I'd much rather have a tire change than I would have a catastrophic failure. Yeah, yeah. Right? So that predictive and prescriptive analytics, that's something that I would encourage every client to have a, have a conversation around. How are you using that today? How would you like to use that today? Most are probably unaware that, you know, what's made it into, you know, what we use in our personal lives it's here and it's ready to be leveraged. So whether it's Sleeve Seal, they have it on their machine and they're actually acting with it. It's it's remarkable what it gave them for information. And guess what? We talk about difficulty. No, five clicks. <laughs> they gave it power and they clicked five times and it was operating and giving them action. Huh. So it's not so much that it's even difficult to configure. It's self-aware. Yeah, yeah. It knows what to look for because it knows the technology it's looking for. Yeah. So it's making a lot of things dummy-proof, right? I yeah. was, <laughs> I was writing down, I was thinking while you were talking about what the best analogy is because I heard island and I was like, do not get stranded on the island with bad boats that can't make it through the volatile waters to the next island. I like that a lot. Yeah. My gosh, that's why you do what you do. <laughs> I, make, I make ridiculous analogies about stuff and not listen to you. I'm like thinking in my head, what is this analogy? And I should have been listening to you the whole time. So I'm sure you said something fantastic right there. Yeah. I, I was like in my own head thinking Let's take that. those islands of automation and turn them back into a Pangea. Yeah. Right? Let's, let's bring that back together. Ooh. Yeah, you like, I like that? that? Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, came out of nowhere. Okay, well, uh, this is great. I need, I need a pun before you leave. 
Man, I gave you like four earlier. Can we just work with that? <laughs> no. <laughs> we need five. <laughs> that is the limit. That's part of your contract. I know I know you signed that um, before you got onto the mic, is that we need five puns. Let's live for five. Let's stay alive. Come say hi to Ray. Come say hi to Justin. And let's let's come down and have a conversation. I know it's not a pun, but that, that's the action. Appreciate it. So we're going to have a lot more people on. Uh, again, I'm Justin Brunken. Uh, this is the Industrial Solutions Network uh, Connect Together podcast. Uh, this is Brandon Bernier, who's in charge of all our technical solution consultants for, um, we call it the Central Industrial Division. So it's uh, yeah. uh, the CD locations in Nebraska, uh, the Renson House locations which in Kansas, Kansas Missouri. Missouri, and the Keith Lee Patterson here in Arkansas, which have absolutely killed it and dominated this uh, array out here. And so, oh, Ray. so again, we're going to be doing uh, live videos and podcasts throughout the day. Uh, we're going to take a break right now, and uh, once we get the, the next victim on this podcast, huh. uh, uh, we'll get the next segment, and we'll get these online later so everyone can listen to it. Thanks right. again, Brandon. Thanks, Justin. Welcome back uh, to our live, uh, at least live recorded uh, podcast, the Connect Together podcast by the Industrial Solutions Network, uh, which Keith Lee Partisan, that's hosting this Ray Odom, is a part of. And uh, just got done talking to Brandon Bernier about like the overall uh, sort of goals and uh, of Ray Odom on our side and the customer side. Now, now we're going to get into some specifics of what we're doing, and we have here uh, Mary Burgoon, who's been with uh, Rockwell about 12 years. About 12 years, yeah. But now doing a brand new program, right? Uh, where uh, it's never been done before, and I think it's a really cool idea. It's called uh, the Rockwell Automation Academy of Advanced Manufacturing. Yeah. Um, well, Mary Burgoon, thank you for being on here. Explain what that is. Sure, great. I am glad to be here. Um, so I'm the business development manager for this new program, and Rockwell is really proud, uh, as are many of our employees, that we're partnering with Manpower Group, and it's a program that we train and upskill military veterans for technician roles and our customers. Um, there is a workforce shortage and a skills gap in manufacturing, so we're helping our customers fill those gaps with military veterans that have a technical background. Uh, it is really an exciting program. Um, we are on our fifth class right now. Um, we have placed them with many customers, small customers, large customers, and medium-sized companies. Um, they're filling roles that are uh, high-demand technician roles, highly specialized in technical, and we're certifying them um, to be instrumentation, automation, and control technicians. So how many people are in this program? So right now we're running two classes. We're running The program is 12 weeks class, um, and we have uh, a class in Milwaukee of 14. That's where our lab is. We've invested heavily in our one lab there. And then we have a program running in Cleveland. It just kicked off on Monday, and we have 16 veterans. So we have a total of about 30 military veterans right now going through the training. 
so what is the goal? I mean, this is a really cool program, yeah. and you're right. Um, everyone here is in this whole industry. Like, there's a skills gap. There's a lot of people at a certain age retiring, right. and then now you have these new individuals that, you know, don't know how to put, get their foot in the door at some of these manufacturing plants. Maybe don't understand the technology that Rockwell Automation gives because it's advancing quick. If you come to this automation or this Rockwell Automation on the move, uh, all the modernization, smart manufacturing, yeah. that stuff's complicated. I'm not smart, so I know <laughs> I don't get it. But even like for a trained professional, that they're still here learning. Yeah. It's not like they understand it right out of the box. And so I think it is really cool to see what you guys are doing to kind of fill that gap. And you guys are filling the gap both with technology and yeah. now with actual like workforce yeah. solutions. Yeah. So Justin, that is a really good point. So we're finding that the reason that Rockwell is really um, passionate about this as well as manpower is that manufacturing is critical to the success of the United States to maintain our preeminent position. So to do that, we hear from customers in every industry and in all sizes, as I mentioned, that they can't get enough work. They can't get mm. enough workers to meet their production goals. And and so for, uh, for manufacturing to remain, sustain, remain sustainable, we need people. So we also know that it's not just a people's issue, it's a people's with skills issue. So as technology advances, as people look to modernize their facilities, as they move towards a more digital footprint, we know that their current employees might not have the right skill set to help them move forward. So with these new these technicians that we're training on the most current technology, they can help those organizations modernize. They can help them move forward. They can act as trainers for those uh, employees that, that already have there to help them move forward, to move from their current technology to that more digital, modern manufacturing, smart manufacturing footprint. So it's very exciting. So is anyone else doing something like this? No, 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 I don't believe so. Huh. I think we are. There are some other organizations that are doing it, like NAM with the Manufacturing Institute, but nothing as specialized and as technically focused as this. Um, the other thing that we're doing that I think is really exciting is that we know that people often come out of the um, military and they don't perhaps have an opportunity in that is a career for them. They haven't been able to translate their technical experience in the military on mission-critical equipment equipment hmm. to how that might be applied in a manufacturing environment. So we also offer professional skills training. We help them with their communication skills. We help them with adaptability, changeability, how to work in a modern workplace. So we offer, um, the majority of the training is technical without a doubt, mm -hmm. but we do offer some professional skills training um, so that they can be successful as they move forward. And our customers really value that as well because it's not just about what you know, it's how do you get work done. So how do yeah, you yeah. influence and how do you, how do you adapt uh, to different environments? So uh, military veterans are an ideal candidate yeah, for that's that what as they well. Do. <laughs> yes, exactly. So they don't need a lot of training in that, but we help them to make sure that they put their best foot forward. Yeah. Um, so you already talked about there's one in Milwaukee, right. one in Cleveland. Right. What is the goal? How many locations sure. do you want to have this in? Well, right now we're just finishing our first year. So we're really um, ramping up our goal and our CEOs between um, Manpower and Rockwell. Our goal is to train, a and, train and certify excuse me, a thousand military veterans in the next couple of years. And how we do that is still up in the air. Um, right now we're focused on making it really successful and growing it year over year. But at some point we're going to have to go and look at where does it make sense to have this. Right now, it's um, we've invested heavily in our two facilities to make sure that we can train the veterans. They come and stay with us for 12 weeks at, at, in the Milwaukee and Cleveland, um, and then you know they they experience all there is to experience in Milwaukee yeah, and Cleveland yeah. for those 12 weeks, um, <laughs> and then they go back and they start their careers um, with customers. But after that, you know, in the next couple of years, who knows where this might bring us? Um, we're keeping an open mind and we're seeing you know what what can be done and what could be imagined. So. 
Yeah, I mean, the po I love what you guys are doing with this because I think it's just so brilliant and smart. Um, I mean, the popular narrative sometimes out there is that manufacturing is going away. And you see all these people yeah. like closing and going overseas. Like, no, I think just the types of jobs in manufacturing are changing. And I think no one else has really taken a huge look at like how do I train as many people as possible, specifically the veterans that right. um, that are already primed for a, a position and career like this, right. uh, in the more technical side, the automation side, because yes. that's where things are going. Yes. It's not manufacturing is not going away. Just the types of jobs in manufacturing are changing. So I think it's really cool. Yeah, thank you. I you know people are still needed. We're not looking at um, replacing people with machines. People are still needed to run um, and and make operations better and more efficient. It's just just the nature of the way we're doing it now is going to be different. So people become a critical success factor in manufacturing, it's, and it always will be. It's just the nature of maybe walking around and with a clipboard is going to be changing, right, and just reading gauges and dials. Now you need somebody that has really sophisticated technical skills, and we know that our military veterans do have that. They've worked in avia as, on nuclear submarines, as avionics techs, yeah. uh, as electricians, as mechanics, and those skills are really valued. It's just that we're helping them, bringing them opportunities to work with our customers in that regard. They may not know how to do that. So we have these manufacturers, customers, OEM, system integrators. I hope we have some listening to this podcast. I hope so, too. Uh, we have, so we, yeah, we have a few hundred that listen to these episodes, and it's growing and growing every day um, that we do these. But what would you tell them? What can they do? After hearing about this program, sure. So I, you know, we have a. Um, you're welcome to reach out to me, Mary Burgoon. But you're also we have um, an email site at aam at ra .rockwell .com. Um, That is uh, a, a place you can request more information. We have a website on our Rockwell Automation um, .com page. We also there's also some information on the Manpower website as well. Reach out, get a little bit more information. Um, talk to uh, your Rockwell salesperson. Talk to our partners about this. You can reach out and talk to me about this as well. We're very excited. Everybody is really excited to talk about this program and to make it successful. It really, We're really proud that we work for a company and partner with a company like Manpower to be able to do this uh, and help our veterans. How, as a distributor, can we help? So I think a distributor is just um, a another arm of success for Rockwell Automation, right? So you can relay that information to your customers or our customers. And also, you know, I know is everybody's also looking for technology, sophisticated individuals to work in their organizations. Distributors can participate in this program as well. Uh, and I'd be happy to talk about, about that as well with um, our partners in this. There you go. Customers, manufacturers, OEMs, distributors. System integrators. And system integrators. All of you are listening out there. She just told you what to do. Um, go do it if you uh, think this is important. And uh, leave us with one thing. What are your next steps? What is your ultimate goal of where you see or where you want to take this program? So I would love to sit, look back in two to three years and, and just like um, somebody that has been an educator, look back and say, hey, I helped a manufacturer solve their problems a variety of different ways. One, with new technology from Rockwell Automation through our partners, and two, with these technicians. I have heard back from customers already that have said, my goodness, they've started on week one and they've already made great suggestions for improvement. I want to hear more of that. I want to hear about a thousand points of light that are doing that. All right. No more complaining about skill gap. No, gap. Please, no. Talk to Mary Burgoon yes. over here uh, with the uh, Rockwell Automation Academy. 
uh, of advanced, advanced manufacturing. manufacturing. <laughs> all right, all right. Wait, what was the acronym? Uh, A-A-M. A-A-M. Okay, A-A-M. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Acronyms all around for Rockwell Automation. So uh, thanks so much for joining yeah, us thank and you. telling us about the program. Um, I think this is great out there. I'm going to actually hopefully get some of this information okay. and uh, uh, send it out with this podcast. Yeah, so. that'd be great. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Well, enjoy your time at Rayotum. Thank thanks you. again. All right. Uh, Justin Brunken uh, with the Connect Together podcast with Industrial Solutions Network. And uh, I have two amazing people with us uh, with AIM Services. One you've already heard from uh, before in a previous podcast. One of the most popular podcasts we have right now, the episode. <laughs> He's laughing. His name is Dan Messina. Good How are you doing? I'm great, Justin. How are you? I'm doing okay. Great. This is a long day at Ray Odom. Yes, for sir. sure. Yes, sir, it is. But we're sticking with it because we're tough, and they pay us. And we're so caffeinated. we have to do it. <laughs> we're caffeinated. <laughs> we also have Alex over here. Uh, we're teaching him how to count the days of the week and count to ten right before this, and we're doing a sound check. Uh, how are you doing? Things are good. Things are uh, moving around here. Yeah. Just kind of visiting in a couple of these classes and. Uh, trying to get familiarized with some of the other vendors that are here and uh, meeting a lot of new people. Alex, what's the biggest thing you've learned so far in half a day? I would say... Uh, okay, the smallest thing you've learned, not the biggest. <laughs> the smallest thing. <laughs> I've learned a lot about the um, just our, our area here in Arkansas with the people that are, that are here in this area and uh, finding out some of the things that are going on and uh, how we're expanding and uh, working together and making things happen. Yeah, so you guys are both from Kansas City. Um, first time in Arkansas? This is my first time. <laughs> Dan's been here for a long time. I, I've been here several times. Okay. Um, yeah, what have you What have you have seen uh, working with uh, the different customers that we've uh, that you've experienced here at Rayodum in Little Rock? Well, the same stuff that we see at every Ray Odom, every automation fair, every tech ed. You know, we've got a, a, you know, a, a huge presence here from Encompass Partners, which is which is enormous. Uh, you know, Rockwell makes a lot of things, but Rockwell doesn't make everything. Um, and uh, you know, many of the the, the uh, vendors that we're working with um, at this at this show today are Encompass Partners that have fantastic products that they have developed to work within the the Rockwell infrastructure. Um, and uh, solutions that we can bring to our customers. So we weren't here to talk about um, differences between Kansas City and Arkansas. <laughs> We're here to talk about the modernization assessment, right? So previously um, in this episode, we talked to Brandon Bernier on how to, uh, and I guess why we're here, we're bringing people together uh, with Encompass Partners, with uh, AIM Services, with uh, OEMs, with us as a distributor to try to get customers to where they want to be. And uh, so we talked about this. And the biggest thing that we can do and how to get them to where they want to be is a modernization assessment. 
Um, tell us a little bit about that and what this new initiative is. Sure. So there's actually two parts to it. There's the there's a modernization assessment, which which I'll talk about, and there's the network assessment, which is an equally large part of this that, that Alex, that's his expertise, I'd like him to speak a little on that as well. But the, the point is, you know, we, we talked about this a little bit, the anecdote of, of a map. You know, you know where where you want to go, but you may not know how to get there because you don't know where you are today. That's the whole point of a modernization assessment. What does your infrastructure look like in your facility? Not just your automation capabilities, but also, you know, are there uh, possibilities for you to save money on uh, you know with energy efficiency techniques, LED lighting, VFDs and soft starters, those sorts of things. AIM is not product focused. We're you know we 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 like. Rockwell product sales because we're we're tied to, to CED and the the Industrial Solutions Network, but we're not about a product focused uh, uh, vision. We are helping customers understand through thoughtful questions uh, where they really want to be in their productivity goals, their uh, profitability goals, and then uh, helping them through the modernization assessment look at their entire facility. Um, all their critical infrastructure, all their automation infrastructure, um, where they want to go with that. And then we're our guides, we're their guides to be able to understand what that modernization journey looks like. The next piece of it though, Justin, is is the network assessment, which uh, Alex is, uh, Alex Kutz is our network engineer uh, for AIM services and, and, and he can really talk a little bit more about the, the network assessment. So yeah, Alex, um, so there's a little bit of IT readiness in the modernization assessments. One of the, it's one of the steps in the path, the journey uh, to where we're trying to uh, uh, take the customers to uh, where they want to be. Uh, how is network assessment uh, different? So when it comes to the IT readiness, um, really the network portion is the lines out. It's the communication from the any the ethernet ports that are connected to the different um, devices that might be on a plant floor and communication out to wherever they need to be whether it be uh, just monitoring logs message logs or uh, full-on internet capability for somebody to be able to from the outside remotely manage some of these devices now um, in order to get there there has to be a certain uh, amount of ability for that data to travel right and um, some of these older devices and these older plants may not actually have Ethernet devices that can communicate out. Well, an integrator might want to know that before they actually go in there and try to quote a project. The other thing is that the client would want to know if an integrator is coming in there, what type of cost to expect. So before they try to take on a major project and spend a good amount of money, they need to find out what kind of steps they need to take to prepare for that type of thing. Um, so the whole thing with this uh, assessment is physically looking at their network, uh, looking at the different devices, and making sure that they can handle that type of load to the proper modernization. And if not, like, uh, like Dan was saying, uh, guide them into that path of where they need to go next before they take that big step. So where do you think most of the customers are on their network right now? It varies depending on where they're at, but um, I'd say a lot a lot of them uh, have, have a ways to go before they can actually full-on say that they're modernized. Uh, and that's great for us because we're able to um, really help them out. And that's a lot of what we're trying to do with AIM is make sure that the customer's happy and make sure that we can make that transition as seamless as possible. 
So I see a lot of this stuff, um, there's some risk in this, right? So you have to do an assessment. Even if you do assessment, what do you do with it? And, uh, and just the risk of the cost to do an assessment, either if it's modernization or network assessment, it's for the bold, right? They have to want to take that leap to spend the money to do an assessment. Why would, one, why would someone want to take that leap? Well, even with that assessment, though, um, and the risk that they may incur, it's an even bigger risk to not do this assessment because if they're just going to take the leap without this assessment, you know, it could end up being plant down situations. It could end up being huge costs from the integrator that's just out of scope costs that they didn't see coming at them. Um, so really, it's it is it is a bit of a risk. It is going to cost a little bit, but it's going to be worth it in the end when. Uh, they get a project down, their time, their downtime is mitigated, and the project that was sold to them from their integrator goes a lot smoother without any out-of-scope costs. Yeah, I like that idea, uh, Dan, about, you know, you're almost doing the assessment, so you do the upgrade right, correct? And I didn't even think about it like that. It's like, I thought people just, you know, they just do it because they know they have to upgrade. But if how many customers are trying to modernize and just like, well, I need the newest thing without doing getting in, any information in the first place? Well, there's plenty of customers that are that are doing that today on their own. They're navigating it on their own. They're they're coming to Ray Odom. They're coming to you know they're going to websites. They're looking at you know all sorts of oh this is the newest greatest thing. Yeah. You know and. The, the, the intentional purpose of AIM services is not to just walk out and say, hey, Justin, here's this new widget, and this will make your life so much easier. You know, it, it's not about the widget. It's about the holistic view of, of you know, what really is modernizing. It's not just about looking at one specific thing. It's looking at your entire process, your entire plant, your entire profitability structure. So that's the that's the real key purpose. Um, you know, and, and what we don't want to do is just walk in and talk about one specific little thing, because it it, it may it may f turn out that you're you're modernizing, say, just your drives, for instance, but. They, those new drives may not be able to communicate with the old antiquated PLC system. Yeah, yeah. It, they may not be able to communicate on an antiquated network. So if we're you know, very laser focused on one specific product set or one specific problem, we might cause more problems down the line. No kidding. Um, I mean, most of the plant's connected now, right? So if it's all connected, you upgrade one thing or change one thing, everything else has to change with it. Well, True or no? No, you're you're absolutely okay. right. There, so so we talk about the connected enterprise all the time, right? So the way I see AIM services is, you know, we're tasked as salespeople with distributors to go out and sell this connected enterprise. But we can't go to the warehouse and get a box of the connected enterprise. I say this a lot to a lot of people <laughs> because it, it's a ridiculous thing to even think about, right? Our goal is to bridge that gap between where a customer is today and to be able to get them even ready to even talk about the connected enterprise, not, hey, we're going to help you modernize your process because we've got this one thing. We're going to help you modernize your process because we've got this whole group of things that can, that can make all this happen. And it's because we want to be engaged with you, Mr. Customer. We don't just want to sell you more parts. So our intention is to do the modernization assessment, the network assessment, and not just drop off the report and say, here you go. You know, good luck. Yeah, yeah. It's we're your guide to be able to help you get where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't transact that on Amazon, can you? <laughs> no, sir. I mean, you want to, but you can't. <laughs> and okay. on top of that, though, I mean, there is no cookie-cutter way of modernizing. Uh, modernization to one company would mean something else to somebody else. And there's different levels of modernization as well. Um, 
along with that, with the with the modernization approach and uh, being able to talk to the com- the customer about uh, the reports that we generate and uh, we go through in the final meeting, we don't want that to be the final meeting. After that project is completed, we want to be able to go back in there and say, hey, would you want us to review what was done and make sure that the next step is ready to go? Or do you want to start creating a five-year guide to say, in five years, we want to modernize this portion of the plant or this portion of the plant, really keep it an ongoing relationship with them. Yeah, that's a good point. I want to get back, I want to get into the deliverables. I mean, you go in there and you do your thing, write down some numbers, look at stuff, act like you're, you know, what you're doing in the plant. What do you actually give the customer uh, once it's all said and done? It's really going to depend on what the company is, what the company is doing. Um, but uh, if they don't have a uh, network design, we can put one together, uh, a physical topology of what's going on in their network, um, along with a list of what their current devices are, what their model numbers, what the patch numbers are for their software, where they should be, and uh, just kind of give them a good playbook and handout that one, they can either hand to an integrator that they say, here's all of our stuff, this should help you put that project together, or just on their own, keep track of their items that they have in there and uh, really help with the life cycle of those devices. So is the network assessment like right for everyone? I mean, would you go to anyone's like, no, everyone needs to do a network assessment? I think that uh, everyone might be an overgeneralization, but I think that uh, many customers could benefit from uh, a network assessment, whether it's an end user just engaging with an end user and saying, you know, hey, let's let's take a look at your network, or engaging with an OEM or a systems integrator that's ready to do a project at an end user to say, hey, let's, let's help you, Mr. and Mrs. SI, Mr. and Mrs. OEM, be more successful by taking all the unknowns of your end user's network off the table, saying now we know you know, where those, where those potentials for best practice improvement are. On that same note, I would also say that no company that we're going to be talking to isn't wanting to improve or find out what their deficiencies are. So if we can help them get along, get, get in the path a little bit better, then I would say that, yeah, this would fit for any customer. Um, but like you said, the network assessment is not a cookie cutter approach, so it would be different for every customer. So it's just different levels. Some of the bigger companies might need a more in-depth network assessment, while uh, the smaller ones may just need to know where they're at, just for budgeting purposes even. Do, do customers get a little defensive, or do they welcome a lot of this information um, that, hey, these are the deficiencies, or you have been doing it wrong, or this is where you need to be, but they've been kind of like a lost puppy or something like that out there? I think it's 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 important to understand that the standard network assessment is not pointing out you're doing it wrong. You know that's not helpful for anyone. Um, but there are standards and best practices in any in industry, and, and and you know Ethernet you know design is is no different. Um, yes, we have run into certain people who have been, hey, you know I, I am a network engineer and I know what I'm doing. Well, with the same token, Alex is a network engineer and he knows what he's doing. So it was just exactly why we put him on our team because we can get like-minded people talking to like-minded people, talking about ways to move forward, not ways that we're trying to point out your deficiencies. Yeah, we're, we're kind of 
we're giving them the information ammunition to make the right decisions, right? Not telling them, like, no, what are you doing, man? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do this. Exactly. It's not constructive for anyone to point out, you know, all, all the mistakes and everything, but everybody has room for improvement. It, it doesn't matter who you are. Even you? Uh, maybe. <laughs> you only got 17 miles of riding in. You better have gotten 20 tomorrow. <laughs> Talk to me later when you I'll, get to 20, I'll all right? Do my best. All right. At the same time, we're around to build relationships with these clients. So if you're constantly trying to tear somebody down in this type of situation, they're not going to want to talk to you again. So, I mean, it is, it is going to be a little bit of telling them, like, look, this could be improved. But at the end of the day, the whole goal is to help their company. It's to help them get to where they want to be. I love it. Um I'm glad you guys are using that, get to where they want to be. I think that explains it real well, and I think you guys are doing a good job. Um, now, to end this, you know, we have the modernization assessment and the network assessment. Tell these customers why modernization assessment in as little words as possible. You do this to me every time <laughs> I'm on a podcast. <laughs> and it's like, you know, and, and I'm verbose. I, I can't help it. The, the point is exactly what I said earlier. If you don't know where you are today, how can you possibly get to where you want to be tomorrow? It's, it's about putting coordinates on a map, saying this is where you are in your modernization journey, and we're going to help you get to where you want to be. Or we're going to help you discover where you really want to be. You know, is, is what you're doing today sustainable? You know, let's, let's talk about it. Network assessment. I mean, really, with the whole network assessment, it's an understanding of uh, newer technology. A lot of these companies don't know um, where they are or how they integrate with their corporate IT, and it's really um, it's really going to be a stepping stone towards uh, building that relationship between IT and OT. Awesome. Hey, well, thanks you guys so much. I know you're busy. You guys are experts teaching classes, learning stuff around here that could be like, you know, applied to your different assessments and services. So appreciate your guys' time and your knowledge and hope you're always on because you guys are awesome. Thanks, Justin. Thank you.